Hello and welcome to the podcast of the damned. I'm your host Ian, and joining me today, as always, is my co-host Nico. How's it going, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. All right. Uh, this is we're recording this officially on half. We said in our last episode that that was technically our our Halloween episode, but we are recording this on Halloween. So happy Halloween, Nico. Happy Halloween to you as well. Happy Halloween. Can't wait to start playing Christmas songs tomorrow. Fuck off. I hate that. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is you, Nico. You, you know it's going to fucking hit straight after as well. Like it will be literally. By the time this episode is released, we'll have, we'll have been whammed. We'll have, whamageddon will have happened. Yeah. Fucking shit. <laughs> like, this is the thing, right? Whamageddon. It shouldn't account if you're a DJ. <laughs> listen, listen, no special rules for anyone, okay? <laughs> like, it's the most fucking requested Even when he was still alive, George Michael wasn't even exempt. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how times he actually sings it. I mean, not anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, true. <laughs> But you know what? I mean, I wonder how much time he asked this target. Just the once, just when he recorded it, and he was like, nah, that's it. No more nah, of this. This is one thing, you know, this is like one thing that always confused me, right? Because I've never been to see like a, I've never been to a gig of a, of a musician that has like a really famous Christmas song. So could you imagine going to see like Wham in concert back? Did they sing that like at their gigs? Imagine going to a gig in like June. <laughs> like like fucking February or something, you know? Yeah, and it's just like, they're singing their Christmas songs, I don't know. Anyways! <laughs> snow is falling all around me. Middle of fucking June, you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking brilliant. Anyways, we are a horror podcast that deeps dives into a different topic every single week in our quest to create a leaderboard of the best and worst horror movies of all time. This is episode number 15, and on today's show we are talking about the 2004 vamp. We're back on the vampires, Nightwatch. If you would like to support us away from here, you can follow us on Twitter, at Damned Podcast, or on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, all just search for Podcast of the Damned. You can support us there. Send in your emails to us, podofthedamned at gmail.com, and you can also leave us voicemails. The links to all of how to do all of that will be in the description for this episode. Uh, shall we just get into it then, Nico? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so today we are talking about Nightwatch. years ago when a truce was struck between the protectors of light and the warriors of darkness for centuries that delicate balance has always been guarded by the underground forces of the night watch Today, on these streets, the balance of power 
about to shift. Now, this is where my pronunciation is going to be tested. Yeah, like, mine doesn't... Severely. Yes, but you, you don't have to say their full names. This movie was released in 2004. <sighs> was directed by Timur Bekmambetov and stars Konstantin Kaben... Ah, fuck it! <laughs> Konstantin Kabensky, Vladimir Menshov, and Maria Poroshina. There we go, that wasn't too bad. The IMDb plot is as follows. A fantasy thriller set in present-day Moscow, where the respective forces that control daytime and nighttime do battle. Tagline for this movie, all that stands between light and darkness is the Night Watch. Uh, just before we do break it down, this is your spoiler alert, so if you haven't seen this movie go away pause this episode go check it out come back and see what we have to say about it nico this was this was your choice right it was yeah and uh, i would say it's it's not really about vampires and it's not really about them controlling night or day it's about the forces of good and evil oh, well there you go that's put me right in my fucking place in it <laughs> it's, it's not you it's their fucking thing in the imdb it's just it didn't say vampires in the imdb IMDb literally says respective forces that control daytime and nighttime. But they don't control the day or night. They're just represented by the day or the night. Okay, IMDb, get your shit sorted. Exactly, because it all goes back to that first scene at the bridge where it tells you the whole shebang. In English? Yeah. That confused me. Because like, this is the first time I'd seen this. I'd never, I'd never seen this before. But I knew... I knew obviously it was a, it was a Russian film, and so when that voiceover at the beginning was happening in English, I was like, "Am I listening to the right movie? Am I watching the right film?" Anyways, uh, why why did you pick this? Because it's like one of those movies that everyone always forgets about, but it was actually quite popular when it was out. So I thought I'd try and bring it back in, sort of. Thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, obviously, this was originally meant to be part of a trilogy, but. The third film is not happening, and yeah. well, the the second how how soon after this film did Daywatch come out? I think it was a couple of years. Was it a couple but of they, years? So it's they, been. They basically ripped off the third movie with Wanted. I think it was. Yeah, the director said they they directed Wanted, and that basically was what you wanted to do with the third film. because uh, the storyline of the whole kid and everything was the, meant to be because it builds up to the whole father and son thing. Mm -hmm. The first two movies. And the third one is meant to be them fucking battling it out and trying to fucking good conquers evil, yada yada, all that shit. Yeah. So and then sorry. they just didn't do it. 
<laughs> ah, fuck it. Um, so, of the two, I'm assuming you've seen both of them. Yeah. So, which one do you prefer out of the two? Uh, I do prefer Daywatch. Okay. That's just just because when you know, the listeners were telling us their opinions and things like that was the sort of general consensus and feeling that I was getting from from the people at home was that Daywatch is a better film. This, I, I'm not gonna lie, for like ninety percent of this movie, I was confused as fuck as what was going on. Yeah, it's one of those ones you got to watch it more than one. Like, I didn't fucking know what was happening at some point. I was like, there's a kid. This guy's trying to get a woman to have a miscarriage. Uh, there was a vortex of crows. And there was a virgin. And I was like, oh, what, what, what? How does all, any of this link together? <laughs> But it's all different, like folklore from. It's not just Russia. That's the worst bit. It's folklore from all over the world, chucked into a battle between good and evil, mm. which is quite cool. I thought. I, I this is the thing. Like I really, I do like the concept of this film. Uh, the execution, I like significantly less. But the the con, the overall concept, the idea, the story is 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 a good one. Yeah. So I think. I think on that point, that, that definitely got me sort of hooked and interested. Um, there is some really cool visuals in this film, I'll give it that. And I will openly admit, the first time I watched it, I wasn't really a fan. It was like, on the second or third watch, I actually liked it. Okay. Um, so, I mean, there's... I don't really want to go and break this movie down scene by scene, so we'll just talk about like some of the, the, the major points that happen, because it's kind of an action film as well. You, you do need to go somewhat chronologically with some of it like the the first scene the whole him wanting her to get a miscarriage you've got to go over that because that sets up the end okay okay well let's 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 do that opening scene so um anton is uh at this point like we uh, the viewer have not been told anything other than hundreds of years ago there was this battle on a bridge um so anton goes to this this woman and we sort of figure out that she's some sort of witch. Um, and he wants his ex-partner, who has left him for another man, who is also pregnant, he is wanting her to make his partner miscarry the baby so that she will go back to him. Yeah, because the witch lies to him. The witch basically goes, oh, if she loses the baby, she'll come back to you of her own accord and she'll be madly in love with you again. It's basically what the witch says. I, yeah, the witch is which is true. And and one of the things that they say in um in the monologue, sorry, at the beginning is that you can't be tricked into going to a side, right? Yeah. So this whole thing is there's others is what these people are. So this is like vampires, werewolves, shapeshifters, witches, everything you can think of that is in horror movies that horror movies are based on. They're they're not good and evil. They they choose either good or evil. So they get to choose themselves which side they'll be, and the side is light for good, dark for bad. Is the easy way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. Um, can I just point out at this point, right? I don't care, like, how in love I am. I don't think I'm getting, wanting that person to miscarry. Yeah, like this. It, th- this is this is this is where like the issues begin for me already, because Anton is this. It's this is kind of a deplorable thing that he's doing. Aye, but this is the thing. He thinks it's a joke. It, if you watch it more and more, he's like, aye, this, this dame's 
just talking shy. I've been sent here and this is a fucking joke. It's basically what he's thinking. Yeah, but but then why why is he there in the first place then? Fuck knows, but it's the thing. That's what you're meant to lead. You're led to believe is he's seeing this and he's like, this is just one of those old wives' tales. I've been sent here to just fucking mark me feel better. This type of thing. And then he's laughing about it, and he's like, I guess it's fucking meant to fucking mark up happen. Okay, I'll, I'll take that sin on board, you know, all this sort of shit. Hmm. And you can see he's laughing about it, and then when he realizes it's real, shit hits a fan, then he fucking panics. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, like, because I, I was a bit confused at the beginning there where he was sort of laughing along and joking, and I was like, this is a serious matter here, sir. I think you need to think it's a little bit more seriously. <laughs> so um yeah the witch starts to she gives him like some concoction that's a bit of blood and other vodka and what was the other thing lemonade some lemon juice or something like that um anyways she she tries to perform this ritual but um what do do we call because i don't think we ever get called what do we call the people who stopped that stopped her just the night the day the night watch that's the the day watch folk the day watch sorry um Uh. Uh, so, <laughs> got the, another speaker there. Yep, there's my. For for once, it's not your cat. <laughs> no, I was just I was laughing at. Um, they they stop her, and he can see her because they they live they, they don't live, but they were in like this nether realm, this other realm. Um, dime- I don't know how to describe it. They, I feel very. The they, 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 it's called the gloom, but they yeah. they do not describe it well at at all in this film. So. What the gloom is, is basically only the others can go into the gloom, like normal mortals can't do it. And it's only certain ones that can go into the gloom as well, it's not all of them. It's like really high powerful ones. And that's, so, and they can, and what I gathered from this film is that they can only spend a certain amount of time there. Yeah, so as soon as you go into the gloom, it's like a dark force that starts taking you over, and it tries to eat your soul, basically. So the more of these flies and stuff that come, basically take you over type thing i i must say i did enjoy her clapping on the frying pan that's so funny that's one of my favorite bits because <laughs> that would be a bastard <laughs> like it's it's the creepy doll thing with the spider legs as well yeah the, the... Like, like, like it's just so fucking freaky and, and it's when it, it like when it goes to attack the guy as well it stops retracts the legs and then pops the legs back again. You're like, you creepy little bastard, just stay in one form. <laughs> now, this is the thing, though, like, in this opening scene, there is some cool stuff, like, that little, like you were talking about, the little spider creature, um, you know, them sort of drifting in and out of the, the gloom, and there's there's some cool visuals that go on in this film. Um, Tiger Cub changing and putting the frying pan between is fucking cool, because you, you it's near, like, back then, if you had a special effect, especially if it was fucking like computer generated like it is in this you would hate on for as long as possible the way they use it and i quite like the way they use it in this is they have that on for minimal effect mm-hmm. they literally she changes jumps across changes back really quick like it was a heartbeat for her and it, it sticks with the visuals as well because you don't notice the bad cgi as much yeah yeah and that's one thing about this film like as it goes on and and it is this film is now what seventeen years old, and this is what we've always been saying about CGI. Some of the CGI is aging is aging. 
Yeah, like but some of it's really good. Though. Some of it's really good, but some of it's aging badly, and I just feel like oh, it, yeah. 17 years on, that wouldn't really happen that much with practical effects. So, yeah. although I like, there's certain effects. Let's be real, that just have to be CGI to get what you want. Like it's impossible to do practical effects for it, and I feel like this movie is full of those kind of effects. Yeah, there's there's not a lot because th- this is the thing they in that opening scene, Anton didn't know he was an other. Anton yeah. didn't know he belonged to any of this. And then because he gets pushed into the gloom by the, the witch, he realizes he is one of them. Yeah, and, and then, then... Sorry. No, no, on you go. Uh, and then I was to say, he then goes on to become a member of the Night Watch. Is he not a day watch? This, this movie is literally called Night Watch. I know. Oh, yeah, shit, sorry. I <laughs> the <thought>. heat. <laughs> <laughs> forget Force which movie like you were talking about there. Yeah, for, no no I knew which movie we were talking about it's on the background right now it's just fucking I always mix up which one's Nightwatch which one's Daywatch because you always think the night yeah Nightwatch is the, the light side and Daywatch is the dark side yeah they're so. named because they watch the other side yeah I know so anyways um, we like Anton then becomes a member of the Nightwatch yeah and uh, we flash forward back to present day, um, and this there's this kid in a pool. He's he's hearing this call. Um, uh, get a nosebleed as well in the pool. Fuck that! I've had that happen to me. It's horrid. <laughs> um, so he get he's hearing this call, but obviously he's the only one that can hear it. He is also um, an other, and so he is like transfixed by this call. Um, basically, it's a member of the of the night or the the dark side, however you want to put it. And she, this is our first feed, right? Yeah. So, so she, sorry. Basically, this girl's been turned by her boyfriend, which is sanctioned in the night watch and day watch. They've got they've got deals they have. The other side, they've got whenever they're doing something like changing somebody or bringing them into the fold. They've got to sanction it mm-hmm. from the other side. They've got to fill in the paperwork and everything that's mentioned several times. I, j- I just want to see a scene for somebody's doing the fucking stuff for that, you know? Just fucking <laughs> rattling off. Right, we've got a vampire coming in tomorrow. <laughs> we've got a werewolf <laughs> joining the morn. <laughs> it would just be weird, you know? Anyway, uh, they got to do that. And then Anton gets called in because he's good at tracing folk. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I thought, I thought there was more to... <laughs> no, no, yeah. it, just, it just went really quiet. I thought you'd stop, sorry. No, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, he, he's called in to sort of track them down. Um, and he is... he uh, Well, first, he, he's drinking blood. Because uh, he's a vampire. Well, he's part vampire. So he's he's drinking blood, and because he's not drinking human blood, he's pished, basically. Aye. <laughs> What a fucking mess he is, by the way. If he's approaching you on the train, like, steer clear. Okay, if he's screaming at a train, you're like, fuck off. We've all been on a train with someone like that, though, right? <laughs> I, I've stayed in London for God knows how long. There was a couple of times when I was on the way home and you just see somebody go, ah! Just scream. <laughs> you're like, okay, um, so, what the, right, so this is the other thing that sort, sort of confuses me, right? So, not everyone is others, right? Yes. But not the people who are not others don't 
do they know about the others? Well, because no, that's part of the pop thing. Yeah, no, but because, because... Bridge, no. that bit of the bridge, he says, "We can't let ourselves known to fucking humans." We've, we're only stopping this battle because everyone will die. Yeah, but the, there's a few things that confuses me about that, right? So, when he's drunk on the blood and he's coming out of the train station, he's stopped by two police police officers who know yeah. who he like, who know about the others. So I'm assuming that they are also others. Are they? Well, how? But then they but they know about them. I don't think they do. Like, I think they just get freaked out when he pukes blood. Well, that was the other thing. Like he and he vomits blood, like yeah. all the way down the side of that wall. And the police are just like, nah. Aye, they, they, they're like, fuck this shit. What have you taken? I'm so sure he says something along that line. So I think they think he's high. I don't like it. Just I just felt like to me in that scene that they knew, like what he was. And that, I didn't think they did. I thought I thought that was a little confusing. Anyways, he follows. Uh, he manages to track the kids, uh, Igor, down to. Is it just an? It's an old abandoned hairdresser's, right? Yeah, it looks that way. Yeah. Because it's got all the the stuff, uh, and this is where Andre uh, and uh, do we ever find out the woman's name? Uh, yes, we do. When she says that she cursed herself. Uh, I, I missed that. So we, anyways, we find out that they've they've lured him there um, so that she can feed on him. And uh, then we get our first sort of like fight scene. And it was kind of cool. I like the fight scene, the aspect of like uh, the uh, Andre coming in and out of the gloom. Uh, but that's the thing. See that bit in the tube? That's what makes me think that folk don't know about the others. Because that bit in the train when he's screaming because he sees her that she's cursed. Mm-hmm. And he realises she's damned and everything. Like, he's screaming in the train and everyone's looking at him like he's genuinely in a cat hole or something. And <laughs> he, he's like, he's like totally fucked. And everyone's just like, fucking idiot, wearing sunglasses at night and all that shit. So I, I don't think they do know about the others. And I, like, I think you're probably right, but there, there's just been like a couple of points in the film where I thought, oh, that's confusing. <laughs> um, so what did you think about like the fights, the fight sequences then? Fight sequences are quite good. I, I like the whole fight sequences where they're morphing in and, oh, my two are fighting, sorry about that. I'm sorry? Uh, but uh, uh, I like the ones where they're fighting. <laughs> Can you hear that? Uh, no, oh, no, fighting, all I heard was I like the fight scenes where they're fighting. <laughs> Every time I say fight, because you seem to hate each other, it's weird. Like, you like the action scenes. Split. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> Do you hear that? Yeah, I'm really I heard. Sorry, right. You, move. There we go, got them fighting. He's bear with right. us, listeners. Uh, the, the awkward bits with cats. So, yeah, where were we again? You were talking about the fight sequences. Yes, so the fight sequences, I like the way they did the fight sequences, because, like, you've got different types of fight scenes. You've got, like, ones that are, like, normal ones that you'll see in action films. You've got ones that you see in horror films. And it's all mixed up together. Plus, you've got the ones with the CGI involved during it, like the perfect bit with the witch and everything. So it's, it's quite weirdly entertaining different ways to do it. I th- it is, because... 
the, I, I don't think I've ever really seen the, a style quite like this before. Yeah. It's quite a unique looking film, right? Uh, the, this is quite a, like, at some points you feel like it's trying to be artsy-fartsy, and then the next minute you think it's trying to be an auction film like Arnie would do. You know what I mean? It, oh, Arnie, do... Arnie could not hold, like, he, I don't know if he could hold his own in this film. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's it's got all of that style of stuff mixed together. It's, yeah. This film is a melting pot, and it's it's quite good that way. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. Um, so, like, we we also talked about, let's, let's just talk about, like, sort of, the, well, I'll give a very brief rundown of the plot. So, like, this woman is a cursed woman. Um, she is, uh, what is it they call her? There's a name for her, right? Yeah, she's the virgin. Oh, yeah, okay. Because um, I, I usually forget about virgins. Um, it's, like, because of the Union of the Bridge, this is a stalemate. It's always going to happen through time until two things happen. One thing is the Virgin who will foresee the basically this, this it'll either be Christ or Antichrist is the way you look at it type thing. And it's the kid. Yeah. So the Virgin foretolls that. When the Virgin comes about, it's the end of days. So it's either going to be the light. Oh, Arnie was in that. The... I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this kid is basically going to choose a side. And he's going to make the dark or make the light when he's going to tip the balance. Yeah. So this this movie is building up to which way he'll turn whilst dealing with the stuff that's making it happen. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, so we'll go ahead and we'll just spoil this, this film. He chooses uh, the dark side, does the child, because ultimately, and he's he's kind of tricked into doing so. Yeah. Like, this is not confused. This is, like, what confused me about the ending. The kid is kind of duped because, obviously, um, and it's almost like Double Jeopardy duped as well because Anton was duped in the first place by the witch. Yeah. So, basically, like, the kid finds out that Anton tried to get his mother to have an abortion, or not an abortion, to, to miscarry the baby before which he was... Him. Which was him. But, and also finds out it's his father at the same time. And he also finds out... So he is like, oh, you wanted me to die. And on, and it's like, well, that he didn't even know you were his. Not defending uh, Anton at this point, because what he did was still fucking heinous. But... Um, I, so Anton, that, that confused me as well, because like, I feel well. like that's breaking the rules. Because uh, the start with the witch, the witch says, oh, she's in love with... Uh, she's left because she has another man's child, even though it's Anton's child she's left with. Mm-hmm. So the whole, if the kid is aborted, she'll go back to you, really fucking twisted my brain as well, because I'm like, she's getting rid of your kid, but she'd go back to you. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, which also makes me wonder, like, why the fuck is she leaving him? Aye, exactly. Aye. Anton looks like the kind of guy that would, you know, like to knock somebody a bit, you know? <laughs> well, I, I think Anton's just very, very boring. Because <laughs> well, you look at him, and he's laughing at the witch thing, He's dressed like a pure pleb. Like he's 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 there and he's just like, "Hi, oh, my name's Anton. Nice to see you." Oh, I would have watched this movie like. if you had that voice. Yeah, it would be amazing, would it? Um, he, he, he comes across like that. So one of the things that was like really confused me at a certain point as well is Olga, the owl. 
I know, what is with that morphine scene? That is so weird. It was fucking nightmare fuel. <laughs> like, nightmare fuel. Those little fucking toes with the claws. Yeah. Oh. I hate feet. Um, I, I don't think I've ever seen a transfiguration scene quite... Transfiguration? Trans, uh, transformation scene. I think that's from Harry Potter. <laughs> transformation <laughs> scene. I don't think I've ever seen a transformation scene quite like it. And it, she was batshit crazy. Yeah. She's like one. It's the thing. The the more the movie goes on, the more powerful ones you see. Because like the ones you see at the start aren't the most powerful. They're just the ones that are like, like you've the others have got like different brackets. So you've got others that are just living their life, but they're basically light or dark. They've chose a side. Then you've got the ones that are the ones that are on night watch or day watch, who are slightly more powerful than those ones to control them law. Yeah. And then you've got above them, you've got the two kings, who is the king of the dark and the king of the light, who have made the pact in the first place. Mm-hmm. And you've got all their lieutenants as well, who are just fucking batshit crazy fucking mental. And it's really good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, I was also kind of confused by the whole sort of finale to this film like i get the point that this is supposed to be a part of a trilogy anyway so we're not going to wrap everything up in this film in like a, a nice neat little bow there's going to be you know threads into the the, the rest of the trilogy and, and stuff like that but when that when that when the, they were on the sort of roof of the building and it kept sort of jumping back and forth to like kind of right back to the beginning with everyone fighting and although i have to say that guy pulled a fucking sword out of his spine. Yeah, that's the king of the dark. And that was cool as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's the one that's playing the video game all the way through, trying to work out how to make the kid come to his side. And that's what the video game is. And I, I like that all the way through as well, because you're watching him play this and you're like, fuck is he trying to win here? You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, and he uses... His plan essentially is to use the the uh, the other from the opening scene with the call uh, and use her to lure Anton and Igor so that the the King of the Dark can can basically turn Igor onto the dark side. Yeah, because like this is the thing: the Virgin, because she's cursed herself, everything dies around her. And it, it becomes like a fucking vortex of domination, I think it's called. Yeah, they, 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 we haven't even touched upon this. Because whilst all of this is going on, fucking Moscow is getting leveled. <laughs> so, like, there's wherever she is, it's the center. And coming out from her is just chaos spewing from her because she's cursed herself and she didn't know she was another well that was that's that's um that was a i I think that was supposed to be kind of a bit of a a twist as well because all the way through the film they're trying to search for who cursed her so they can lift the curse yeah because they they know that this vortex is caused by a curse and the stronger it's getting the worse the curse is becoming so it's a she's been damned sort of thing yeah like at this point right and again, like I've said, I know obviously they're trying to set up and have threads with their films. At this point, the, 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 you, you must admit, Nico, this is a f- confusing-ass film. Oh, yeah, it's definitely it's one of the most confusing films There's I've ever seen. There's way like too much going on Yeah. Um, for this movie. Because this this is a two-hour-long film as well. It just I think it comes in just, I think it's like 157. 
And yeah. so it's a long ass movie. I feel like if you're gonna have a long movie, it needs to be banging. And this falls short for me. But the thing I love about this movie is it's on Disney right now. <laughs> it's on Disney Plus. That's where I watched it. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Like, so that's not the home for Nightwatch, guys. In yeah. the bin. That's the home. <laughs> so. I knew this was going to be a trilogy going into it because in the adverts it was telling you the start of the trilogy. Yeah. So you know it's going to leave a heap of stuff open at the end. You you went in knowing this. You went. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, if you're going in to watch this film, please do not expect, like I said earlier, for it to all be nice and neatly wrapped up in a little bow and, yep, that's it, wash my hands, never watch it again. Like, yeah. the, the, it, there's a lot they're like they're they're not even through the story the novels that this the books are adapted from they sort of intertwine i, th- I think they intertwine like what the three movies were meant to be right yeah except and what the so like obviously it, you've got from the day the day perspective the night perspective and then you've got the sort of whole aftermath and that was all intertwined in the same books and basically what they've done here is just extract each strand to turn it into its own film uh, i feel like they should have just got someone else to do the the third movie. Yeah, because because we'll get onto we'll, we'll, we'll get onto it when we make uh, do the trivia. This movie made bank. Yeah, like this, this movie. This movie fucking was a hit at the box office. Oh, it was huge. See when this was out. This is why everyone forgets about it as well. But everyone you talk to, like, oh my god, I love that, or oh my god, it was so good. And the thing is. Because it's confusing, a lot of people went to see it in the cinema more than once as well. And Not it was because it had, well, it had some of the best special effects at the time. It had a half decent story wrapped up in heaps of plot twists, but not a lot of movies had plot twists. You know what I mean? Like, there were surprises in this movie, which was shocking for the time because there was no surprises in movies but then. <laughs> so, yeah, it was. It came out at the right time, doing the right sort of stuff. Yeah, um, it definitely was one of the songs. But um, so obviously you've said it's a better film, but based on the fact that we haven't got a conclusion to the trilogy, and it's looking highly unlikely that we ever will, would yeah. you recommend people who have watched this to go check out Daywatch as well? Oh yeah, because Daywatch is the better movie. Yeah, but obviously, like I'm assuming, like there's a lot of unanswered questions in that film as well. Yeah, but you, you can sort of pick it up if you watch Wanted. You can sort of work out exactly what was stolen from Twilight, which was going to be the last movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I was reading the trivia about the Twilight uh, Watch or whatever it was, that was confusing the fuck out of me. I was like, oh no, there's going to be, they're going to go all sparkly. Gonna sparkly yeah. They're the, going to go sparkly. All the light goes sparkly, all the dark goes like gloomy. It's all, fu- no, no, fucking. You, you watch Wanted, you can basically tell how the story was going to end. And you can sort of work it out through the stuff. It would tie up quite well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I don't have a huge amount to more to sort of say about this film because I, I found it, like... I, I, I'm really... I'm kind of torn about this film, to be honest with you, because on the one hand, you know, you're right. It had some really good effects. It's got a lot of fucking information. It's got a lot of... Uh, you know, action going on, there's plot twists, like, it's jam-packed full of stuff. I said it's two hours long. It's not, it's not a boring two hours. Like, there's, yeah. there's a lot happening. Um, 
but this other the other time I found it I found it to be really confusing. I do think there was too much going on. Um, I I don't know. I just I'm a, I'm a bit torn inside to really sort of define how I feel about it, and I fa- that makes it difficult for me to sit here and give like a proper critique of it because how can I critique something if I don't really know how I feel about it? Um, so yeah, like it's gonna be really interesting when it gets to the ratings because I really don't know what I'm gonna rate this. Usually, I, I have my rating sorted out before before we even you know hit record, but yeah. I I didn't, and I was kind of hoping I would just make up my mind as we're going along, and I can tell you I haven't. <laughs> this this is another reason why I wanted to do this movie because there's talks of actually rebooting it, and there's talks of rebooting it, but in the USA. Of course there is. Um, so. I don't it, think it'd be anything like this. But the thing is, right, would they reboot it as a full trilogy? Because what, That's like... what they've been talking about, yeah. Because if it, imagine it flops and we get, like, two of the three films again. Yeah. Like, I, I could see them do something as dark and twisted as this movie. I mean, it was a little bit like, um... Was it Underworld? It, it's like a dark version of the world yeah it's it's like there's so many stuff in this that you can see they've taken plots from and they put it into other films oh yeah definitely um i don't like yeah i mean if if they rebooted it i would i would watch it like um because there's enough here that makes me intrigued makes me want to see more um there's not enough here for me to be like, oh, this is a great film, but there's enough there to... It, my, my interest, it, it's hooked me. Yeah. You know, so so I guess in that respect, I have to give the film credit because, you know, if someone was to say to me, oh, let's go and watch Daywatch, like, right now, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, because this is what, like, I didn't know anything about the books or anything when this, I just saw the trailers for it, like most people did. And I, was, I wasn't really into foreign films then. Mm-hmm. Like I'd, I'd watched the really big ones that was it and it was one of my mates who was massive massive in foreign film every fucking movie he wanted to see was a foreign film and he's like you need to come see this with me and I'm like why he's like I've seen this three times and I still don't understand it <laughs> and I'm like what and he's like you've got to come with me because you're better than because <laughs> you're better than me <laughs> basically and I'm like how hey, right I'm not. B, I just pay attention, you cunt, and see why are you wanting me to go see this? And then it hooked me as well. Like, I went to watch it, and I got hooked straight away. I'm like, this is fucking pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. it's you don't come out of the movie watching it thinking, this is a piece of genius. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you want to see the next one. Yeah. This is definitely, though, not a film... You know, we talked about films that you can just sort of switch on any time and have like a comfy afternoon watching it this is not one of those films no you've got to pay attention for so many this otherwise you'll end up in the cinema film. three times yeah because it like i saw it in the cinema twice i saw it like three four times after that with different folk who talked about it and it's one of those films you know how you sit down with some folk and you speak about it and you, you go through it it's basically when you're stoned and you're you're like Let's d- discuss how much in depth this movie is. You know, there's so much going on. You can always come up with a new twist to it when you talk about it. 
because there is so much going through it. Yeah, and I mean, like, we're never, ever going to be able to cover absolutely everything from this movie in, in you know, just, like, one little 45-minute review. Because, um, yeah. you know, we haven't even mentioned things like the the, the, the relationship he's got with the na- his neighbour, who is... Yeah, well, I was thinking that, yeah, who is also a vampire. Who's also a vampire, but he's on the dark side. Yeah, um, and that's where Anton gets his blood from, is him and his uncle and all that sanctioned stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, so... Like there's a whole relationship that's that's going on there, um, you know. So there's 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 loads and loads in this film. It's absolutely jam packed. Um, but you know, I, f- I feel like I'm sort of starting to repeat myself a little bit. Is was there other aspect? Any other aspects, Nico, that you want to bring up about this film? Uh, I'm trying to think because there's like I I would to me I would like to see the full trilogy, but. At the same time, I would like to see a reboot, but I wouldn't like it to be a US reboot. You would, uh, yeah. You just want another Russian reboot. Yeah, because I don't think they'd be able to do it. Well, saying that it's in Disney's hands and they're turning everything to gold just now, so it might be good. But still, it's just. I think they'd go cash grab and dumb it down for people, and I quite like the. There's a lot of smart stuff in this movie. You like it because it makes you feel intelligent. Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not that it makes me feel intelligent. It's just every time you watch it, you see other bits that you miss. And you're like, mm, that's yeah, good. yeah, no, that definitely. Um, I think I would like to see a Russian re- reboot as well, I, or them just just finish it. They don't even need to reboot yeah. it; just make the third film. So, it would, yeah, it would it would be interesting to see. Definitely, right? I know it's uh, we haven't like we're. A little bit shorter than we normally are, but if you if you if you don't have anything else, we can move on. Uh, yeah, go for it if you okay, want. Okay, because we've got we've still got quite a bit to get through with the rest of the segment, so um, we shall move on to the next part of the show, which is the trivia. I'm sure if we bashed your head in, all sorts of secrets would come tumbling out. As always, we'll start off with the finances of this movie, and uh, we talked about this already about how much this money made. This movie, considering how well like we've talked about all the, the fancy effects and like how well they are at the time budget of 4.2 million dollars i'm surprised at that I like so well. that immediately for me is just takes it to like another level in terms of this movie was made for so little money and ma- they managed to make it look like that it's yeah. quite an achievement um it's- like, what, that, that actually impressed me because I thought it was a lot more than that, to be honest. No, no, that, 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 that's like I was a bit taken aback when I read it. Uh, worldwide gross of $58.3 million. So it made like 13 times its budget. Yeah. So a huge financial success. Um, and at the time of its release, this was the highest grossing Russian movie of all time. Yeah. So a massive, massive success. Um, there's not a lot of trivia, so shockingly, uh, around it. Um, this was the official selection from Russia for the Academy Awards of 2005, though. This ain't getting no fucking Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Um, the, uh, the, the guy who played Anton, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce his name again because that went woefully terribly. Constantine's <laughs> his name, I remember his first name. Kabensky. There you go. Um, he was he was actually a night watchman before he became an actor. <laughs> uh, which I found quite funny. Um, and then 
so we've talked about how you you know you talked about how they're going to m- maybe make an american reboot of the film so yeah. there was an underground non-conformist movement in russia um who criticized this movie for its hollywood style filming right and so they were so this, this this must have taken them like a really long time to come up with they they dubbed this movie night shame really oh so like the thing is you watch it it's not really western style film in it no not at all not in my not like, in my opinion anyway yeah it, it it's not americanized like don't get me wrong some bits look americanized but not that much like there's there's things i've seen in this that remind me of the italian style of doing films in like the 70s and all that there's there's so much in this that is it's like cram packed and it is entertaining no shame but, shame <laughs> it, i just don't get why they thought it was a shame shame it's the shame of russia even though it made the most money even though that's because it was hollywood filming yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, that's that's it. That's all I've got for the trivia. Have you got anything else? Any little nuggets of information? I, I, I quite like that they chucked a like buffet scene in there. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about it. yeah. That that was funny. Igor was watching watching that. Um, by the way, what happened to his mum? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like she just doesn't show up. Again. She just like oh, by the way, I'm just leaving you home alone. Bye bye now. Yeah. <laughs> And then never to be seen again. Um, no yeah. spoilers, but he's maybe in the next one. All right, okay. Um, that's a spoiler. Uh, let's move on then, and we'll move on to our next section, which is the ratings and the reviews. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. As always, we'll start off with the critics scores. IMDb gave this a 6.4 out of 10. Metacritic scored it a 58 out of 100. Rotten Tomatoes critics scored it at 60%, with the Rotten Tomatoes audience giving it a 72%. Uh, we obviously put the threads up across our social media, and you guys, our listeners and followers, you gave it, on average, a 7 out of 10. Uh, let's go, quickly go through some of the listener opinions. Uh, Ran says this is a solid 6. Daywatch was an improvement, however. While I own both, I haven't revisited them just... Uh, since just after it was announced that Twilight Watch was never happening, it effectively rendered both of these films useless, as there will never be a conclusion which both films need, which is essentially what we've been talking about for the last 45 minutes. Yeah. Uh, John Lane says 6, it was okay. Ray Hughes says not as good as Daywatch, in my opinion, probably a 6.5. So that that's that was I'm not that was sort of the general consensus um, that was out there for this film. Uh, but with that being said, Nico, on a scale of 0 to 10, what will you rate Nightwatch? I'll give it a seven. A seven. Okay. Um, I'll take three off because there is some of the special effects that are a bit ropey, but it's not that bad. There isn't a conclusion to the whole trilogy, which just definitely takes one off straight away. See, like, I, I don't... I, oh, sorry, I'll let you finish. And then the, the last one is there's some of the acting in this that is just you're like, you're going way too like, stupid with it, if you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, fair. That's fair. Um, I I don't I I don't think a point should be taken off this film for the fact that the trilogy was never completed. That's not this film's fault. True. Um. Anyways, I'm I'm, 
I'm still I'm still conflicted, it, and I'm I'm having a look at. It does affect it, so. Yeah, oh yeah, it definitely affects it. Of course it does. Um, I'm having a look at what I've rated some of these other films that we've done. Where am I going to place this? I think this is a good film. I think there are issues with this film, and we've we've kind of gone into detail with them. Um, you know, like some of the special effects haven't done particularly well. You you mentioned the, the the acting style there, and I think this film is just personally i think it's a bit too convoluted um maybe i'm just a little bit simple when it comes to these things but i think this film could have just done with being streamlined just a little bit not not hugely so that it completely affects the tone of the film but just just a touch um but i do think this is a good film i think there's a lot it's a very cool concept i think there's a lot of good stuff in it there's some good ideas uh i'm gonna give this a six that's that, more than I thought you would give it. To that's what I've settled on. I think this is. I think this is a slightly better than average film. Yeah. So, I, I, I'll I'll give it a six. Um. So, all of our scores combined with the critic scores uh, gives Nightwatch an average of six point five out of ten, and it puts it in ninth place on the now the leaderboard of now fifteen movies that we have covered on the show. Puts it one place above World War Z and one place below last week's show, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I just realised, World War Z, that's... The, the guy's like the Russian guy in World War Z, Anton, is the same guy. <laughs> um, which, so do you think uh, good placement for it? Do you think that's a bit harsh? or? I think that's probably about right, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at the movies that are above it, you know, I don't think it's, maybe with the exception of Doctor Sleep, I don't think it's better than any of them. (laughs) (laughs) Every time, every episode, from now until the end of time. As long as as it keeps above movies, I'm happy. Above? uh, Which movies in particular are you talking about? There's one particular one, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh, It's on on the tip of my tongue, I just can't remember. It's a... Bad Samaritan, eh? It's I, th- I think it's something to do with that stupid bear. <laughs> like that's, that's I just keep remembering a really stupid bear. That was so cool. <laughs> what are you even talking about, Nico? <laughs> that was so cool. That was the best part of the film. Fuck right. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's get into the child's play. Child's play shit. Right here you go. <laughs> Oh. Wait, wait, it was that bad they're making a TV show to try and cover their arse have you watched any of the TV show not yet no I, I keep meaning to but I've not checked it out yet but I've been hearing very good things about the first couple of episodes yeah so. like I, I'm, I'm going to binge some because Zita's away right now and she wants to watch it ah okay it's fair enough. I'm definitely going to chuck it out uh, anyway uh, chuck it on uh, let's move on to the bad letterbox reviews segment <clears throat> Uh, this is where I troll the movie review site Letterboxd for some of the best worst reviews of the movies that we can uh, that we have watched. Um, this person, right, was a bit. I think that I that I might have wrote this. This person just wrote, got confused. <laughs> Honestly, watch this more than once. I guarantee your rating would go up. Um, this person has a lot of questions. Why did everyone constantly speak in riddles? Couldn't possibly be more annoying even if they tried. Why did everyone Why did everyone suck at everything? Why did no one ever question anything that happened? Why did they make it so long? Why did everyone act drunk? Seriously, why? Who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I was expecting reviews like, what were they on when they did this? That sort of thing. No, there, there, there wasn't a lot of that. I'm not going <laughs> to I'm surprised. Um, this person, the editing looks like meth personified. <laughs> <laughs> Just as I said that, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Like a Russian underworld, except much dearer in tone, and everyone's an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I don't yeah. mind style over substance, but not when the style is shit. <laughs> <laughs> style's like the best part of this film. I know. I was like, I quite like the style the way that this is done. Uh, and finally... One dude put his hand behind his head, grabbed his own spine, pulled it out, and started using it like a sword. That's what earns this two stars. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I, I just love the fact he's playing that video game all the way through. <laughs> like, every single bit he's holding the thing above his head, so you know it's going to come. Indeed. Uh, but that is it for the Bad Letterboxd Reviews segment for this week. Uh, Nico... Yes. Every fucking time. Uh, how well do you know Nightwatch? Well, you've just said it's really confusing, so how well do you think I know it? Well, because it's so confusing, that means that's going to be a ridiculously easy quiz for you, because I needed to put down questions that I, I, I knew. And this is this you can actually say, basically... Nightwatch. What's it actually called? This, Nightwatch. This, uh, oh, I mean, essentially, this 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 quiz. If you don't get five in this quiz, um, then there's something wrong with you, Nico. Or there's maybe one that might trip you up. Okay. But you should definitely you should definitely get four of these. So no pressure. Okay. Okay. We'll start off. <laughs> what major European capital does this movie take place in? Mm, I'm thinking London, no. No, uh, Moscow. Uh, sorry, I must take your first answer. Any. <laughs> Moscow. Yeah, you're right. Question two. This is how simple this quiz is. Question two. What animal blood does Anton drink instead of drinking human blood? He drinks too, though. At the beginning of the film. Oh, the pigs. There you go. But he, he also has... Um... Is it not human somewhere along the line? Yeah. There? But yeah. that's why the question said instead of human. There you go. Uh, <laughs> oh, I Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. The thoughts were getting ready to fight again. <laughs> Sorry. Question number three. What is the name of the owl that Anton is given for protection? They... Oh. Oh, God. Oh, there you go. You got. I thought, I thought that was going to trip you up there. I was like, that's not one of the ones that's going to trip you up. No, because I was like, fucking, I'm trying to remember her name because I'm sure he says someone else. Because he calls her a fucking big, long-winded name and they call her Olga through it, just for easiness. Yeah. I thought, I thought you were wanting the long name and I'm oh, like... Oh, no. I, do, I don't know the long name. <laughs> That's alright then. Question four. What is the name of the dimension that the others can go into and from which they pool their supernatural power? The gloom. Correct. Finally. This could be your second week in a row for five from five. I hate you. <clears throat> What is the name of the leader of the Daywatch? Uh, oh shit, I always mix them up. I'm going to say the wrong one, am I? Well, tell us your choices. What are you, what are you stuck between? 
Well, it's Zola 2 and Vladimir. <clears throat> it's neither of those, Nico. <laughs> what, the leader? The Yeah, the king of the, the Night Watch. The Day Watch. Oh, yeah, that's their actual name. Sorry, I, I thought you wanted the, the actor's name. No! Because they're actually famous. Uh, no, uh, the the light one's Geezer, or Gezer, or whatever the fuck it is. Uh-huh. Maybe. And the o- other one's Costi, or something like that. It's it's not. <laughs> You're giving up. You're giving, are you giving up your second consecutive five here? Well, the one that... I think, right, <laughs> That's a no, then. <laughs> right. You've got the dark one that goes in front of the lorry. That's the leader. And he shouts Zovlu or something like that. Oh, you're getting you're get warmer. Warmer. Yeah, fuck it. Okay. It, Zovlu, I'll go for that. It's Zavalon. That's the one. <laughs> so, four out of five on that ridiculously easy quiz. Yeah. I'll, maybe, I'll have to make next week's harder. I know just the trying mo- to get me to get five. I very much know. I very much know the movie that we're talking about next week, so it'll be a t- more difficult quiz. Um, let's move on to. Yeah, our- I've only seen it twice. Remember, so. Oh yeah, um, well, we'll move on to our next segment, which is the listener question of the week. This week's listener question of the week, as I pause for time so I can write down a note. <laughs> <laughs> What is your favourite horror movie that is based or inspired by a true story? Nico, I went first last week. You can go first this week. Uh, Amityville Horror. And why did you choose that? Because I just love the story of it. It's inspired so many stuff. And it's... It, like, it even inspired The Shining. You know what I mean? It's it's just that sort of fucking good yeah. thing. It, it's brilliant. Yeah, uh, and it's 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 an all-time classic. I went for probably what is widely considered to be one of the greatest horror movies of all time, and I went for The Exorcist. Yeah. So I don't think I really need to justify choosing The Exorcist as a favourite for any category, really. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favourite romantic movie, The Exorcist? I don't need to justify myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that just brings out a whole new meaning if it's a romantic movie. <laughs> oh you motherfucker remember I said it's on in the background it literally just come up with the bad guy's name <laughs> literally just that second I'm like you motherfucker I feel like this is cheating now when you've got the movies on in the background whilst you're doing the quiz about the movies it, it's actually just got to the bit with the fucking me talking about him in front of the like fucking truck thing <laughs> okay um <laughs> anyways we throw these these listener questions out to the week to you guys the listeners and ask for some of your responses so uh at squirrelly dan 79 went with uh, something a little bit different he was the only person i think who said this henry portrait of a serial killer right mcm agreed with me and went with the exorcist grumbly gunk agreed with you and went for amityville horror or uh, and zodiac uh, Johnny P. Good said the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, Boomer, my favourite is Jaws, an almost perfect movie. The chemistry between the leads is so good. Uh, Kate said Wolf Creek. I'm a Cloud said Wolf Creek. Uh, Francis Lillard. Can I change my answer? No. <laughs> That's a lot better. Wolf Creek's a great film. It's 
proper underrated. Uh, Francis yeah. Lalonde said Silence of the Lambs. Uh, and Los Ferratu says, I mean, it's a pretty tenuous claim, but I'm going to say Psycho, although more inspired by it than based on. Um, yeah, all of these, I mean, like, not most of these weren't just based on, like, one serial killer or one story. Most of them are yeah. based on, like, an amalgamation of stories and, and things like that. So, but definitely some, some great films in there. So, next week's listener question of the week. Uh, what has been your favourite horror movie of 2021? Just 2021. Just 2021? That's why it's in the question, Nico. <laughs> like, you would expect 2020s, but yeah. Why? We're in 2021. Been, but we are, actually. Uh, I know, that's what I'm like. <laughs> fuck it, I just realised. The fine, pandemic's hit you know, hard, Nico. Yeah, like, I still think we're in fucking 2019 sometimes. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> anything to move me on move this shit along come on guys let's move on to the final segment which is the mailbag just the one email this week and it comes from friend of the show boomer uh this email was entitled vampire movies uh we asked i think we asked boomer last week for his top his top 10 list didn't we or at some point we've asked him like, for his top 10. So he says, since you asked, here is my top 10. But prefaces his top 10 list of vampire movies by saying, Nico, Lost Boys falls just outside at about 12 to 14. Yeah. <laughs> I can feel... Oh, I, that hurt you. I can feel it. I can hear it. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, do you want to take a... Do you want to take some, some, some guesses at the top 10? See if you can get some of them? What, of his vampire movies? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think now. <laughs> Nico's just forgotten spot. all vampire movies. No, I haven't forgot all vampire movies. I'm just <laughs> you remember Lost oh. Boys. <laughs> uh, uh, well, after Dark, you'll probably have that there. Uh, near Dark, you mean? <laughs> yeah, Near Dark. That's because of you. You <laughs> fucking started that. I never... Like... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah uh, Near Dark is number five on his list. Uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, number six. Uh, Blade. No, not on the list. No. Well, Underworld's now got to be on the list. Because Blade 2's better. Uh, <laughs> just opening, I'm just opening up old wounds now. Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, Innocent Blood. Nope. You still there? Yeah. Yeah, was that on it? No. Nope. <laughs> really? <laughs> Shall I, shall I just tell you? Like, he's got to watch Innocent Blood. That's just that should be on everybody's top ten. Okay, you hear that, Boomer? You heard it here. Uh, let's go. Fright Night will be there. Fright Night. Sure. Uh, no. <laughs> really? Dark Shadows. <laughs> no. What, Boomer? Come on. Right, I'll go through it. I'll, at number ten, you had Kronos. Uh, at number nine was Martin. Number eight was The Hunger. Number seven is Nosferatu. Six is From Dust Till Dawn. Five is Near Dark. Four is The Addiction. Three is Daughters of Darkness. Two is Thirst. And number one, and I have to say, Boomer, I agree with you. It's the greatest vampire movie. Is Let the Right One In. See, that's about four or five on my list. <laughs> Not tell twelve to fourteen, no. No. Okay. Uh, but yes, so thank you very much, Boomer. It's 
absolutely the best. Uh, thank you very much, Boomer, for your email. I really appreciate it. Don't forget, guys, you can email us at podofthedamned at gmail.com. Let us know. Let us know your top 10 favorite vampire movies let us know what you think of uh, the movie that we've covered today Nightwatch, because i just forgot what it was called let us know what you think about any of the movies that we've covered uh, or just telling us any of your horror opinions or your thoughts on the show at all like i say pod of the damned at gmail.com uh, that's it for this week's show it has been a slightly shorter show than uh, normal but yeah. it was just more because i was confused <laughs> I, I think that you watch it more than once yeah, I think I probably will. I'm not going to do that soon, though. <laughs> and, uh, Boomer, I'm surprised you didn't have Byzantium on there, because I thought you would have liked that. Yeah, Just, may- maybe, he's, maybe he's not seen it. No, well, there's one for recommended for you. There you go, there you go. that's a couple. So, um, But yes, uh, that's it for this week's show. Nico, as always, thank you very much for joining cool and thank you for having me on again no problem at all uh up next it was originally going to be this week's show but we had to swap things about again so up next week hopefully uh will be the event horizon show so don't forget you can send in your emails about that as well um so yeah event horizon next week uh don't forget you can follow us on twitter at damn podcast facebook instagram and tiktok as just search for the podcast of the damned uh you can get emailing us at podofthedamned at gmail.com uh you can send us your voicemails uh nico uh boomer sorry got his played last week and you can have yours played too the link to how to do that is in the description for this episode but thank you to everyone who's downloaded and listened to this episode i really appreciate your support thank you to nico once again for joining me and until next week you all stay spooky out there <laughs>